Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Well, uh, welcome again to the podcast. We are so excited to be able to talk on this episode. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we're, we're, we're getting into this. We're getting into our groove. And it's felt a little prescribed. It's like, you know, even my voice almost sounds like I'm going to be like some old DJ from the 90s or something like that. And I had old DJ, right? But, you know, I, I'm a I'm a, I'm a 70s, 80s child, right? And, and Brandon, you're an 80s, 90s child, right? Oh, born in the 80s, raised yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> right. And, and it's it's being able to... I just un- sound like I'm 12. <laughs> no, <you> definitely <laughs> don't. But we want to be able to bring some fun to this. So we're going to see a lot of different things throughout these podcasts. So we are so appreciative staying with us, going through this one. Without further ado, let's talk about the strain that I think is awesome. I've had very little of it, but it's left that big of an impression. And that's Pineapple Express. So, Brandon, what is Pineapple Express? Take us down that road. What kind of strain is it? And what are some of the things that are incorporated with it that make it unique? Yeah, of course. So, Pineapple Express is a sativa-dominant hybrid. Most of everyone knows of it from the movie Pineapple Express. Seth Rogen, James Franco, they actually claim to have created this strain or the strain was created after this show which if you look it's actually been around in the netherlands for you know half a decade before and nice. very popular strain <laughs> seth rogan james franco just brought it more into a modern light so which is funny because if i remember the movie i don't remember them talking about the strain other than just the weird premise of the movie Oh, yeah. I mean, the name of it is Pineapple Express, and they mention, you know, hey, what is this stuff? Oh, it's so good. It's so rare. No one has it but this dealer and you. Ridiculous. Yeah. And the guy who sells it or whatever can recognize it because it's just that good and that rare that he picks up the joint that was left and he's like, oh, this is Pineapple Express. And he knows exactly (laughs) who to hunt down for that roach. Like, I mean... It's a it's a funny movie, but you won't get any of the effects like it does in the movie. You're not going to have mind-melting numbness of, you know, these no. extremes. It's a very nice sativa. It's a brilliant high. You, you have a lot of energy, creativity, and, you know, it's, it's not super high on the THC. Normally 18%. Yeah, yeah, no, I've noticed that when you're using... Pineapple Express over there it is a gradual move into feeling that euphoric medicated state where it's not so overwhelming. Now, of course, with any anything you take, anything you consume, if you take enough of it, it's going to give you a more extreme effect. And with Pineapple Express over there, and especially where, you know, I do, I'm a big sativa fan, as you know, and I love it. But at the same time, Pineapple Express is one of those ones that I look for, and it's so difficult to find, and I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. Do you know why? You know, I would say a lot of the Pineapple Express I have found at specific dispensaries. I have to search for Pineapple Express and then hunt down whoever carries it in order to find it. Yeah. Um, I haven't found it at a lot of dispensaries. Pens, yes. Um, they 
extracts, cartridges, you'll find a lot more Pineapple Express in that. Yeah, I noticed that one. In California, definitely, there is a, an abundance. Now, when we're talking about the flower, I haven't seen a whole lot of that. Uh, in, in dispensaries, I've, I've rarely seen those. I mean, you, you can come across, you know, there there are some specific ones. Like the, the one we talked about before, Blue Dream. Like, you can find Blue Dream quite often. It's still very, very popular. Wonderful, uh, wonderful strain of cannabis. But, you know, Pineapple Express, I'm just kind of, that's just so weird. Like, if, if I want something mild... A gradual feel on that one but I'm not gonna be like I just want to veg out and stare off just like we were talking about that movie like mind-melding like that's ridiculous I know it, well one of the things with sativas um, and I was reading about it and I forgot because it's been so long since I've had it but sativa headaches when you partake of a larger dose such a large dose that you actually have a headache yeah and then that if you sense. introduce, yeah, interesting. But if you introduce a different strain, more indica-based or a hybrid, you'll notice that that will decrease. The headache will go away. Oh. And, but I just, I'm not as much of a sativa fan because it doesn't have the same pain relief properties that most of the indica dominant that I rock. That makes a lot of sense because, I mean, you know, you know, for what I do to make bread, you know, and by bread, I mean money. You know, depending or, on how or old, bread. Uh, yeah, or bread. We I do like bake that bread. Too. I break bread sometimes, but you know, when we're when we're talking about that one, like I am a creative individual, right? I work in the marketing realm, and by being able to use that one, it's not necessarily using it during that time, and that's kind of something I wanted to talk about, Brandon, with you, and especially hitting up on this one is. When you use cannabis over there, uh, when somebody says it, it helps out with creativity, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I take this cannabis and all of a sudden, oh, I got all these ideas. The ideas lay dormant there. And for me, it helps kind of slow things down and get into that perspective. And then ideas start to come, but they're not all wonderful, but it, it takes time and it, it definitely enhances. But, you know, that that's my idea when it comes to creativity and using cannabis. It doesn't necessarily like I'm stuck somewhere. Let me let me take this cannabis and then I will just be stuck somewhere. Yeah. And and, and that can happen. Right. You know? Uh sometimes if you are stuck, cannabis isn't gonna help you get out, but at the same time, how many of us just get really stuck in our heads and really anxious, really stressed about <laughs> a million different things that a little puff of some pineapple express might relieve that and allow that creativity to flow easier are you telling me that it's harder to be able to find the actual like flower of a pineapple express you said the extracts are really easy and you mentioned vape pens i didn't see a whole lot of it in california i mean i've been in northern california southern california but colorado i mean you, you're a frequent visitor of colorado would you say that you saw more of it there yeah i found more more flower itself in colorado and pens, yeah, I would say I found most Pineapple Express I can get at most dispensaries throughout Colorado. That's interesting that California, you didn't notice as many. I mean, I saw a flower there and definitely that one. You know, when going into the edible range, that's one thing that I've always found kind of odd uh, in the edible range and, and staying on Pineapple Express. I don't really see a whole lot of edibles that are like uh, the edibles being defined by the strain. Yeah, a lot are just specifically sativa, hybrid, or indica-based, because with edibles, a lot of what they're using is the leftover. So they're not 
pulling in. So they're mix matching. And... Yeah. So it's easier to go, hey, this is just a sativa instead of going, hey, this is Pineapple Express specifically. And you will find some there. They're here and there. And you go into the more expensive. Okay. I was about to ask, range. is that more expensive? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. More so craft. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. This may be a broad question for you, but I wonder if there's actual people that are like more of being able to get the purchased edibles as opposed to just being able to have the ones that are being made at home. Because there's a lot that goes into making an edible. Let me uh, rephrase that or re-ask that. So you're asking if there's more people, I think, that purchase edibles than make them? Yes. Yeah, I do. Because just like with me, you know, I make my own chocolates. Yeah. It helps with my back. It helps with a lot of stuff. But I've been making my own edibles for for years now. And at the same time, I know how many people have no clue where to even start. You start mentioning words like decarboxylate and instantly their eyes glaze over and they're not even high. So I do think there's probably a lot more people buying edibles than there are making them. Yeah, that makes sense too. I mean, telling me about that where, you know, if I wanted a specific edible that was Pineapple Express, then I'm going to be paying a bit more for that one. Now, I've seen edibles anywhere from, you know, maybe $20 um, up to around $40 and even more just based upon that. And I think that's what's making sense in my mind right now is that it's more on the... Do you want it to be more about a specific strain? Because there's going to be a lot more that goes into that. Yeah, I think of right now, a lot of people's focus is just getting high THC and as cheap as possible. A lot of people don't realize that the broad spectrum, full spectrum, or, you know, a lot more cannabinoids and terpenes in there, that's going to benefit them a lot more than just high dose THC. So we get these things that are sativa, hybrid, indica because we're not worried about the craft and getting something that is a lot better most people are just worried and is that going to make me feel high but there's so many users out there or people who don't use who are looking into it who aren't looking to get high right they're wanting to dose their medication in a way that helps them with their you know whatever issue or ailment or thing in their life that they're trying to help with and that's all they're trying to achieve they're not trying to have any of the euphoria any of that mind fog that comes with cannabis use yeah no i i agree and i I mean so safe to say over there that if you're looking into getting into a sativa which is more on the not on the sleepy time side but more on the kind of chill relax stay awake be very cognizant of what's going on not to say that you can't with indica but more so on sativa the pineapple express would be your jam it could definitely be that one that you get involved into at first and i mean from personal experience i would also recommend that i mean it's if you're getting into cannabis and trying it out going with sativa now of course there's Everybody's different. Your cannabinoid system internally is going to react differently from everybody else's. But to, I would say, almost to be able to get an indica and a sativa strain. And on the sativa hybrid strain, Pineapple Express could be definitely yours. Feel comfortable, you know, just overall 
just feel good about where you're going with it. And there's so many different ways to be able to consume it. But, you know, Brandon, what, what are some parting thoughts on it as far as for Pineapple Express? You know, it's a great wake and bake strain. For those who don't know what that means, it's a great strain in the morning to give you a little kick boost, kind of like having a cup of coffee or it pairs nicely with your coffee. So perfect way to kickstart your day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, hey, everybody, thanks so much. And uh, tune in next week.